what's happening? It's RGM. It's working. And hope you're having a good day so far. It's Tuesday. It means it's Tuesday titter time. And we're having a ball. We're having a ball with Robin's Robin. Mm-mm. Mm, dripping off the lips like butter. Anyway, um, yeah, hope you're having a good Tuesday. Said that already, moving on. Um, I, uh, I had a great time last night uh, after work, after an eight-hour day. <laughs> uh, we, uh, me and the boy played some tennis just because we have to get it in. My son is just very busy all the time. I mean, he's on summer vacation mode, true. He's heading into university in September, but... He's at that age where he's always out of the house, he's always hanging with his friends from like morning to night. So even to schedule in a <laughs> we schedule in a tennis game. Which is by the way, is like the one activity that we do, you know, which is not in front of a screen watching something. And uh, we've been doing it for years. But um, we I we scheduled it scheduled it in for yesterday after work it's the only time I can do it I'm like oh, I'm, am I gonna want to play tennis after eight hours <laughs> of uh, corporation but sure enough I did picked him up we went down just to a court down Corridon I think off Grove Grovesner really damn it try not to smack my lips um, and there was it was busy it was nice still nice out I just won't do it in the dead of the afternoon you know it's just way too hot but it was kind of an overcast day it was good. We bring our water. I brought my hemp Adidas tennis shoes. And uh, it's tough now. He's at that age where like, this this is the year. We've been playing the last few years. And to be honest, I really dominated the kid. Like, I, you know, what can I say? I'm not, any, I'm not a great tennis player by any means, but I still got speed and agility. At least I had that up until last year when I pulled a glute, a glute in my ass. An ass muscle, it was horrible for about, I felt, I kind of still feel it, but for a good three, four months, it was hard to sit down on my butt, and it was just because, it wasn't even strenuous activity, I was just trying to return a ball, and then, ugh, ugh, it was awful, complete, complete bullshit, so, now he's playing against the old man who takes it easy, <laughs> make sure he stretches, <laughs> so there's that element, Plus add the fact that my boy now has strength and speed and he goes to the gym and he, he serves rockets over the net. And, but I surprised both of us by returning most of them. It was pretty cool. Like it, we're finally at this even Steven plateau of, of players, old versus new, dad versus son. It's pretty fucking cool, I gotta say. Mm. So in the end, we played one game, and the bastard beat me, <laughs> or was set, or I don't know, you know what I mean, it was like, he won the first best of seven, and then I was like, oh, let's do another one, I still had, I still had energy, and it was still, it was overcast, oh, overcast, it was overcast and still, you know, there's a couple of raindrops, but halfway through the game, it was tied 2-2, two, two, two sets apiece, whatever. And it just got dark and lightning, and so we waited. We were the last ones there. We are playing in the dark almost, and then the rain really came down. So we booked it, booked it to the car. 
yeah, it was fun. So we're in the gotta. So so far he's up two to one overall as far as sets. I don't know. I, the, the scoring for tennis it took a long time just to get used to the the love and the deuce and the add in add out shit. And then you got to keep track what's a game, what's a set. It's all very confusing. All I know is it's best of seven, and he's up by one. The Padawan has killed the master. But I still got, I still got the force in me, folks. Everything Star Wars. Um, yeah, and then we came back after, and the, uh, and then we watched um, episode five of the rehearsal. And I don't know if you're watching Nathan Fielder, his his show, the rehearsal. But if you haven't, you gotta see it. It's not for everyone. I have a friend who was like, couldn't get past episode one, and we are no longer friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you don't like the rehearsal? You don't like Nathan? Bye. Sorry. Hey, I'm just kidding, of course. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's one of the greatest shows, though. Of course, Nathan Fielder, you gotta love. He's great. He's so funny. He's the most deadpan delivery. And the concept of the show of planning rehearsals uh, with actors before getting in situations is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's something he did on a, a talk show. I can't remember which one, but it's great that he, like, Flesh out the idea to a series. It's awesome if you haven't checked it out. And also, another one I'm watching, like, I don't watch a lot of series and shows. I, I don't, I have too much time. I don't like it. I mean, I, I, it's not that I don't like it. If you find a good one, fine. But for the most part, all the hype on, like, even though I know last night Better Call Saul and I love Bob Odenkirk, but I've never seen the show because I never watched Breaking Bad, never seen that show. So I know, hope, I don't know, maybe I'll watch it one day. But I was even telling, um, my girl, Carolyn, to, uh, you know, you can spoil it for me. I'm not, <laughs> like, does, does Saul die in the end? Because I think the final, final aired last night. And she's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't tell you. I'm like, bring it on, baby, spoil it. Sorry, bring it on, baby. <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, the one show that was hyped up was called The Bear. And if you're at home going, oh, yeah, great show. Because if you've seen it, it is. It is so great. The acting. High, it's like an MTV show, you know, high edits and all that. But the acting, the story's great. The acting, the lead actor. Whew, he's so good. The whole, every cast member is really great in that one. So I couldn't, yeah, the bear has been a lot of fun. And it's eight episodes, pretty short. I guess all series are now. It's never, it's not like the old school 24 episodes where you take every character and facts of life and <laughs> just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks and what's funny. And also when I... When they were talking about the bear on social media and on talk shows and whatnot, I didn't realize it was like a, a drama. I, I would never go for it if it was a drama. But I thought it was a reality show about cooking. <laughs> it's like, do they send people home? Are they fired? What, what's going on here? And no, it's it's just a really good show. Go check out the bear. Um, yeah, but then I want to get to the the heat, the 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 bulk. The, the, the meat and potatoes of the episode today and that's because I noticed uh, they're issuing a new coin the Royal Canadian Mint is issuing or has issued a new coin and by the way and if you don't know the Mint the Royal Canadian Mint Royal Canadian Mint is uh, located in Winnipeg Manitoba where I'm currently doing this podcast and I live uh, when we were kids, I remember in elementary school, we all jumped on a school bus 
drove down to the Mint. And it's funny though, the Mint would, it's a, it's a cool looking building. It's like this silver pyramid-esque shaped building. And I, it's just, I remember the field trip was really cool. Did we get a coin at the end of it? Probably not. I remember thinking, oh, we're all gonna get loaded. We're all gonna, we're gonna do a tour of this Mint and they're gonna give us bags of money. Uh, defective coins, what are they gonna do with them? They're gonna throw in the trash? No, they're gonna give it to little kids. I honestly don't even remember what, if we got like a loot bag. <laughs> That'd be awesome, a loot bag. I just remember there was a lot of do not touch. <laughs> don't touch that, please. And you can still do a tour. You don't have to be in, in, in school. They do tours of the Royal Canadian Mint. Which is funny though, you'd think like it would be like a high security area. Like do they do they give tours of the White House? Like where you pay 20 bucks and you can go around all the rooms? Or do you have to be a celebrity for that shit? It's also funny because the Mint is located like everything in Winnipeg of importance. Uh, not downtown. <laughs> it's like, it's near the La Gimaudière. La Gimaudière, which is like the, the circle as Saskatoon would say. Perimeter around the city. Or, you know, people think it is a perimeter, but it's not, but it's it's pretty close. Uh, yeah, so the Mint has now issued a new coin in honor of a Canadian legend, Oscar Peterson. And I was like, wow, not Oscar Peterson, the guy on Corner Gas. <laughs> He's so good, jackass. He's always calling people jackass, isn't that his thing? And then it was like, oh, it's not, not Oscar Leroy, Oscar Peterson. And me being the idiot I am is like, oh, well, who the fuck is, who the fuck's Oscar Peterson? And hopefully I'm not offending anyone. You don't know Oscar Peterson? Oh my God. And I'm like, no, don't. And, um, but of course with the, with the news of this, I found out he's a jazz guy. He's a virtuoso. And jazz, just isn't my bag. I really don't know many of the players except for like the huge names. Um, but once again, Miss Carolyn, the lovely girlfriend, has opened my eyes to a lot of things and ears in this case because uh, she loves playing jazz in the morning. I hope I'm not revealing too much about her. Like if she's gonna be pissed off, how dare you tell them I I like jazz in the morning? Um, but that's simply the case. So uh, and. It, it would be something I never put on, like other genres of music that I won't get into because some people would be really upset and I don't want to upset them. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, so I'm like, I thought I'd spend just a, a little bit of time on the show educating myself on who Oscar Peterson is and yada, yada, yada. Oscar Emmanuel Peterson, born August 15th, 1925. Died December 23rd, ooh, 2007. Mm. Was a Canadian virtuoso jazz pianist, pianist, and composer. He released over 200 recordings, won seven Grammy Awards. Okay, people know who this guy is. As well as a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Recording Academy. What if he's on the Canada Walk of Fame? Shouldn't he be on the Canada Walk of Fame? I think so. Look into that in a second. Uh, and received numerous other awards and honors. He is considered one of history's great jazz pianists. 
<laughs> and played thousands of concerts worldwide in a career lasting more than 60 years. Oh my god. Boy, look, had a good life. Uh, how old was he? He was 21. So he's in his 80s, lady. He was called the Maharaja of the Keyboard. Okay. Uh, by Duke Ellington. That's the one name I know in jazz. Simply OP by his friends. And in informally in the jazz community as the king of inside swing. He's a swinger, pretty cool. It says here he is born in Winnipeg, Manitoba. No way, just kidding. Ha ha, gotcha, Montreal. Um, died in Mississauga. Uh, as a child, he studied with Hungarian-born pianist, Paul DeMarca, DeMarkey, a student of blah blah, who was himself a pupil of this guy Franz. So his early training was predominantly based on classical piano, um, but he captivized traditional jazz and boogie woogie. Learned several ragtime pieces. He was called the Brown Bomber of the boogie woogie. That's pretty cool. The brown bomber. At the age of nine, um, I'm just reading all this off of uh, Wikipedia by the way, but I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'll just uh, try to skim through some of the highlights. 1940, at 14 years of age, he won the national music competition organized by the CBC. And after that victory, he dropped out of high school. Yeah, he's a big player now, fuck school. I'm on my way. Uh, and then, yeah, he just became a professional pianist. Started a weekly radio show, oh, no way, okay. And by the time he was in his 20s, he had developed a reputation as a technical, technically brilliant and melodically inventive pianist. <laughs> oh, I wonder why that word's so funny. And then he worked with a lot of people, played Carnegie Hall. Um, uh, he worked as a duo with double bassist Ray Brown. Was he a Canadian? Is he on the coin? No. Screw that guy. It says Brown and Thigpen worked with Peterson on the albums Night Train and Canadiana Suite. Check those out. Both left in 1965 and replaced by bassist Sam Jones and drummer Louis Hayes and later drumming Bobby Durham. The trio performed together until 1970 and 1969. Peterson recorded Motions and Emotions with orchestral arrangements of Yesterday, Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. Hmm. Did he get sued? Sampling? Who knows? Mm. Let's wrap this up. I'm already over my time here. Uh, ill health in later years. Peterson had arthritis from his youth. God, he was playing piano with arth arthritis. Wouldn't that be just... Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, it sounds so good, but my fingers! Oh, he was a big boy. 276 pounds, hindering his mobility. He had hip replacement surgery. Uh, a stroke weakened his left side in 93. Uh, during that same year, incoming Prime Minister Jean Chrétien and friend, his friend and fan offered him a position as Lieutenant Governor of Ontario. Ooh, he declined the job due to ill health. I guess that makes sense, right? 97, he received a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. <clears throat> 2003, he recorded the DVD A Night in Vienna. Um, 
and 2007 his health declined. He canceled his plans to perform at the Toronto Jazz Fest, and he died of kidney failure at his home in Mississauga. So there you go. Uh, he had seven children and three wives. Wow, 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 busy. And awards and honors. Let's see. It's got to be the coin. Is it in here yet? I'll just give some highlights here. Order of Canada Officer, 1972. Canadian Music Hall of Fame, 78. Uh, Toronto Arts Award for Lifetime Achievement, 91. Order of Ontario, 1992. Uh, Canada's Walk of Fame, there we go. Called it, 2013. Uh, Juno Award Hall of Fame. This guy is the bomb. Historic... Historica Canada Heritage Minute. Oh, he has a Heritage Minute in 2021. I don't got to look that up. There's a statue unveiled in Ottawa by Queen Elizabeth II? Really? 2010. Okay, this guy is huge. Okay. I will definitely check out his shit. All right? You, you won me over, Mr. Peterson. Um, yeah, nothing about the coin, though. Oh, here we go. See also Canada Portal? That be it? No. That can't be it. Ugh. I'll just look it up quickly and take a look at this coin and then bust out of here. Okay, let's see. Oscar Peterson coin. Oscar Peterson coin. Google it up. Ooh. I don't even know what kind of coin it is. Celebrating Oscar Peter. Oh, there's seven commemorative, commemorative coins. Uh, that you can order from the mint.ca backslash or slash backslash slash Oscar Peterson uh, 2022 com commemorative collector keepsake card celebrating Oscar Peterson okay it's $24.95 and what do you get oh it's kind of neat it has a little purple purple hue in this coin uh, oh it's nice you know oh so you get come on I want Describe it. Okay, so you get a nice little booklet for all you coin geeks. But I want to know. Okay, so you get a dollar celebrating Oscar Peterson colorized coin, dollar celebrating Oscar Peterson non-color coin, a two-dollar coin, a one-dollar coin, a twenty-five cents, a ten cents, and a five cents. So you get the whole shebang. Well, here's a did you know? Might as well read the did you know? Oscar Peterson composed "Hymn to Freedom" in 1962, and the instrumental song is the last track on his 1963 album "Night Train." Uh, after the album's release, lyrics were added and the song was adapted as an anthem of the civil rights movement in the United States. Cool. It continues to be performed by concert bands and choirs worldwide, and in 2009, it was played at former U.S. President Barack Obama's first inauguration, a testament to the song's lasting power and emotional res <laughs> resonance. And you know, looking at the page, there's even other... Oscar Peterson stuff. There's a one ounce fine coin, uh, a one ounce fine silver coin, like one coin celebrating Oscar Peterson, no color. It's $20 and it costs $100. You'd think it'd be a $100 bill and you can save a nickel. Like, I, it's like anything. You slap a brand on it and it goes up 500%. Uh, they're celebrating Oscar Peterson special rap roll set. No idea what that is, but it's 109 And, uh, 2022 special edition silver dollar proof set. Alexander Graham. Okay, who cares about you? <laughs> what did you do, Graham Bell? <laughs> Bell talk suck. 
Anyway, all right, we'll call it there. Go get your coins. Go look for them, little purple thing. Look them up. They're pretty cool. Okay, so do me a favor. Go to the SoundCloud. That's our home base. That's our home page. And subscribe to the Mental Money Shot podcast. Um, and uh, tell your friends. Let people know. It's a cool show that you can uh, subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts. I think that's Audible. Other platforms I'm not even aware of. They're all sneaking in. Everyone wants a little piece of the pie. So you can also join the social medias, which are YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok, Rob George Moore. Please consider being a patron of my Patreon page, which uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you get extra episodes like June Bugs. And uh, occasionally I do a contest, uh, and I did announce I was going to do a contest soon. So look for that. I'll be announcing that soon. It'll be a little something. I got so much crap around my house. There's got to be some prizes here. <laughs> what about drumsticks? Would that be a good prize? How about the uh, how about the uh, the pig game? Okay, you don't even know what that is. Okay, obviously I'm going I'm going crazy. So you guys have a great week. Come back on Friday for Friday for play for And until then, go to Robbins, support the little guy, and bye.